All they would see is slash 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 open parentheses colon slash 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 etc. Cotter keeps like bumping into people I'm and things like that. Reasonably stealthy, <laughs> but only because of magic. Yeah. I mentioned how much I dislike this. Ah, so give me perception for your your nostrils there. That's a big mushroom. Chapter one fifty eight. The Fungal Sovereign. Okay. So in the last episode, you guys had worked your way down deeper into the depths of the earth. And what did you find there down deep in the depths of the earth? Giant mushroom forest. Yeah. Mushroom people. A fungal forest full of mushroom people. So that was very interesting. Um, Fungoids. Yeah, so that's where we, uh, we leave ourselves right now. You are all um, standing opposite um, a uh, fungus person, a mushroom person, uh, who has just stood up out of the, the mulch and said hello. And uh, that's where we are now. Okay. That hello kind of telepathically via some spores. Yes, yeah, he's, he spored all of you, and uh, then you could hear his uh, words in your mind. So, uh, so what are you going to do? I thought we already said hello to them. We, we started with the hello. Mm -hmm. I thought they started with a hello. No, no, no we said hello. And then they spored us and replied. Correct. Kraval said hello, got chastised by Adri. We got spored. <laughs> and then they said hello. Wouldn't, wouldn't be the Apparently first time. They're good happened. sports though. So that's positive. Yeah. Well, they didn't attack right away, which was kind of nice. And anyway, so the fungal person there in front of you uh, says, Why are you here? Why are you strangers in our land? And then he points to Adri and says, And why do you have the evil one with you? So communicating with them, is it only telepathically? Do they, like, do we think something and they understand it? Or is it they actually understand what we're saying, speaking? Well, you'll have to discover that. Right now, the words are coming into your mind. But they seem to understand talk, so I'll, I will step up if it's okay. Adrian, do you want to address them? Well, I feel like I'm a little kind of shocked right now. I apparently had no idea that these creatures even existed, so. I'll say she is not one of the evil ones. She has continuously helped us try to thwart evil on the surface. I'll say to them that I escaped from here years ago. And he says, he points to you again and says, but you are one of the hunters. If, I, if any of my people hurt your people, I am sorry, but I'm not one of them anymore. And he seems to be somewhat mollified by that. Um, and he uh, kind of looks about the whole group and says, you still have not answered my question. What are you doing in our lands? We did not know that this was your land. We were just trying to get to... I don't actually know the name of the place we're trying to get to. Um, a city? That doesn't sound... What? What's the name of the city we're trying to get to? Benzo Baran? 
turns out no. <laughs> Do I happen to know the name of the city? Since uh -huh. you said. Okay, just send it over to you. So Karst, not Karthoam. Yeah, actually Karst. You, you kind of half pronounce the, the H. Karst. So the city's name is Karst. Karst. Okay. What was the sentence I said before? We are trying to get to. Yeah. Um, we are trying to get to... Kaharst. Is it like that? Okay. Yeah, that's what he The pronunciation said. is strange. We, <clears throat> Your surface dwelling accent is showing. Yeah, definitely. We are trying to get to Kaharst because we have... Because and we, when you say that, he kind of takes a step back and you notice his eyes go and focus on Adri again. And he says, the evil city. Why do you want to go to the evil city with the evil one if she has left them? Because we need to take something from there and destroy it on the surface. And you just see his eyes kind of blink um, in confusion. Um, and obviously just that, that statement makes no sense to him without the, the backstory, so... Um, There's a great evil on the surface world. It's threatening life above ground from here. And I would warrant that it will start affecting your people, too, if we don't do something about it. And he says, we have seen no effects except the hunters from the evil city. But we will this... believe what you say. Wait, I'm sorry. Did you say we will believe what you say? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So just to the party here, um, it could be that these myconoids might have some sort of insight in how to deal with the the fungal problems on the surface. Or maybe. Does sending or any of those kind of spells allow you to like show an image to someone telepathically? I believe it's only words. Yeah, it just says you can send up to yeah, 25 I mean, words. Yeah. All they would see is slash 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 open parentheses colon slash 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 etc. Hey, Arlen, maybe because you're the most familiar with with what the fungus is and does, maybe you can explain the blight and, and maybe they'll answer to you. Do I know the most? I mean, you're a farmer. That's true. Um. Oh, yeah. And, and see if maybe they had some insight on how to how to resolve the issue. There are... Things, so they tend to, they tend giant fungus forests for a uh, living. Yes. Um, in the on the surface, strange fogs have been coming out of the mountains, and um, strange funguses have been growing and destroying our crops. And um, we, uh, being a farmer myself, it is very unfortunate, and it's killing people and it's destroying our communities, and we don't know other than burning everything or just dying from it to And actually when you it. say burning everything he takes another step back and just kind of looks between you Should we explain more to this guy? Seems sort of that he's just scared whenever we talk about anything new Well you got to think that a lot of the stuff that goes on on the surface is just absolutely fearful if you never have to deal with things like the sun or the flames or weather or things like that. So I guess you could ask, do they have any idea how to, how to keep the, the unwanted molds and such from infecting our crops? Mm. And the uh, mushroom person in front of you says, these are all well above our ability to reason you must talk with our sovereign will you go peacefully yes of course of course and uh he uh kind of raises both of his hands or arms whatever you want to call them and all of a sudden about six more of these creatures just stand up out of the uh, leaf mulch and the mold on the ground and uh, he says to them lead them to the central mound and uh, 
they just kind of turn and uh, start walking basically back towards the center of the cavern from where you are. Um, are you going to follow? Yeah. 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 Okay. And um, you uh, pass by the uh, person that you originally talked to there. And then he, you uh, see him kind of raise his hands one more time and about another half dozen of these creatures stand up out of the mold and start following behind. And after a little bit, he kind of quickens his pace and and uh, catches up with you and says, Our sovereign will be able to puzzle out what your arrival means to us. And just kind of goes quiet. And you notice that all these mushroom people look kind of the same, but kind of different. You know, they, uh, they're all humanoid in shape. They ha all have uh, arms that end in three-fingered hands, but... Their shapes are also quite different. Um, they uh, have uh, various uh, bumps and appendages and little bits that hang off, and you know the very their heads are various shaped. They're they're similar, but all at the same time a bit different. You know, one to the other, and they all seem to have kind of a little cloud of spores that just sort of hangs around them. And then about um, an hour of walking later you get to uh, what is, for lack of a better term, um, a uh, clearing. And it uh, opens up and there's just a open area. And, uh, you know, you, you walk through the large trunks of the uh, large toadstools that are in the forest here. And, you know, clears in the open thing and there's just one um, mushroom sitting in the middle of the clearing and it's on kind of a, a mound of uh, litter and fungal pieces. And it's just kind of standing there uh, as a monolith by itself. And they start walking right up to it. And then as you approach the larger mushroom, which is it's probably a good 10 feet tall, turns around to face you. And you realize it's just a 10 foot tall version of one of these fungal people. That's a big mushroom. And uh, it just sort of sits there solemnly. And the scout that uh, had uh, contacted you, you know, walks forward after everybody else stops. And, uh, you know, he's apparently is talking with this larger mushroom person. And after a few minutes of back and forth, the... Uh, turns around and comes back to you and says, the sovereign will speak with you, but you must leave all of your weapons here. And uh, his, you see his eyes kind of glance over at Adri. He says, the hunters come after us with the weapons. We know them all too well. Of course. And I'll lay down everything onto the ground. And how about the rest of you? Well, what little I have, I do. Yeah. I'll even take my tiger claws off. Takes a little longer for me to put down all my stuff, but yeah. Uh, the only weapon I have is a dagger. No, you have, the, no, you have a staff? Uh, do I have or a staff? Or do you have a wand? I don't remember. You got, he gave up the adder staff a long time ago. Yeah, he's got a the wand. The staff is gone. You've just been using the wand since then. Mm -hmm. Are you going to leave the wand behind or... Or try to smuggle that in? I'm not going to, like, try to smuggle it in. I'll just, like, not consider it a weapon. Because it's not really a weapon. It's more of a focus. Okay. And how about the rest of you? I won't let go of the glaive, but I'll stay behind with the weapons. Yeah, I'll just... I mean, my hands are my weapons. I'm not going to chop those off. But, uh, you know, my dagger and my... Short bow and my claws, I'll leave with Creval. Sounds good. Um, and they and they uh, seem to accept the fact that one of you is going to stay behind with the weapons. And uh, they leave a good uh, four of the uh, mushroom people there behind there with Creval with you. Just And they're just kind of standing around kind of at their leisure. Uh, but actually, roll me insight. All of us? No, just, uh, just Creval. What was that? That's not good. 
Seven. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They seem to be totally relaxed then. And uh, the rest of you are going to go forward. Mm-hmm. And um, Arlen, mm-hmm. um, you take like one step forward, and the the scout that first uh, contacted you just kind of holds up his hand and points at the wand at your belt, and it says, "That too. That too. We have seen those before from the hunters." Okay. No, just put it down like very gently, like wrap a cloth around it and like put it down like delicate sounds good and apparently satisfied that you are now weaponless uh he turns around and and leads forward and will you follow very good and uh you come forward and once again the uh this 10 foot tall mushroom person just kind of wafts these spores out and they envelop you and you just hear in your mind, Hello, strangers. What brings those of the overworld to our land? I see you have with you one of the hunters, but my people tell me that she has left her people, and we will for now believe you, although it is perhaps to our folly. We come here with no ill intent towards your people. We, in fact, until we met with... Um, I don't know. We never got a name for him, did we? Who? The mushroom the guy we no, met. No, you no. never know. Until we met with the one who brought you to us. Us to you. What? Brought, yes, brought us to you. Did not know your people were even here. We were just traveling through. Uh, We came down to find... Hmm. Do you know what a lich is? It is not a name that is known to us. Is it a fungus? Or is it an animal? Perhaps a plant? It is a being of immense evil who wishes nothing but destruction and domination over all of the world. Is you it know from... the evil magic users that live down here? It's yes, like the that, hunters. but once they die, they elevate themselves in evil even further. Yes, the hunters. We see them. They send fire at us. We do not like them. They take away our kin to what end we don't know what fate we cannot guess but we fear the hunters because of this and you say this lich is worse than they are it is hard the to lich, believe the lich would be one of the fire fire wielding hunters Lonsink's dead and resurrected into something far more evil and far more powerful and we seek to destroy his power. And you see the the sovereign just kind of reach down and um, pull up a handful of the litter that uh, the sovereign's standing on and says, what is wrong with something that is dead? It becomes something even greater after death. It nurtures the land and feeds the residents. Your people are interested in sustaining that cycle, no? We'd like to live in concert with our surroundings. We desire neither to take nor give more than is our share. The lich on the surface world is using fungus people just like you, though maybe not sentient as you are, using them for ill will, disrupting that cycle. I wouldn't be surprised if he brought it down here and used you against your will. This is... And he is an unnatural death. He does not follow the cycle. He is he is what should be dead, brought to an undeath, quite outside the natural cycle. This is most disturbing. We have lived many more eons here than I can remember. Peacefully in our forest. 
but the hunters would come and terrorize us. But you say this is worse than the hunters. Indeed. I do not know of what help my small people can be in such a great crusade, but let me know what I can do to aid you, if it is indeed true what you say. One of the objects of his power, we believe, is hidden in... I've already forgotten the city's name, I'm sorry. Karst? Karst. Karst. And we wish to venture there and take it so that we can destroy it back on the surface. You are perhaps mad creatures if you wish to go to the evil city. All those that are taken there from our forest never return. But you from the surface are perhaps all mad creatures living in the sun, in the heat, in the fire. So passage through your realm would be much appreciated. And we also would seek your advice on a matter that plagues the surface world. Yes, please let me know what I can do. But first, on the matter of passage, we can most certainly guide you to the other end of our forest cavern. But I'm afraid that would do very little good for you. Um, we grew tired of being hunted by the hunters, being terrorized by the evil ones. And after long years of toil and trial, we collapsed the tunnel that they used to get in here. The only tunnel left is the one that goes to the crazy, insane, short people's ruined city. Perhaps from there you could find a way to the evil city. Then that is what we shall do. Very good. While we're in the evil city, is there anything that we can do that might benefit your people? I'm horribly saddened that my people have harmed yours, and I want to do something to help. If you find any of our missing people, please send them back. But as I've said... None that have ever been taken to the evil city have returned. I will make it my mission. And I say, on the second matter, we have crops on the surface world that feed many thousands. And uh, molds and, and fungus are, are infecting them, uh, spoiling the food so that many starve. Do you have uh, thoughts on a remedy that we could use to preserve our crops and, so that the surface dwellers do not die? And uh, she kind of looks, or he, it's hard to tell, kind of looks um, from one of the uh, myconoids to another to another and it says, this does not seem like a problem. It is the cycle of nature. Shouldn't you not welcome the fungal beings to recycle your plant and animal matter it is it is what they do well the lich is controlling them unnaturally yes there are unnatural fogs that come out of the mountains of our lands and they the fungus infects the plants before it is even uh, has even ripened they we accept the fungus uh, after it is dead to compost. Uh, I myself am, was a farmer. And we we accepted the fungus and we let it break down our materials. It, we valued it very much. But this fungus is very unnatural. It is uh, infecting our plants, stunting its growth, uh, killing it before it can even flourish. And once again, it... Once again, we do not understand what your problem is with this. It, isn't this the way fungus works? Would you not welcome it to work even better? I, I clearly see that you there have a problem with this, but it seems 
wonderful to us. I don't think we're going to get any. Well, in, in nature is a balance. Life, death, growth, decay. This fungus is outside the balance, just as the lich is outside the balance of life. It, it overcomes the life so that none may grow. Where ah, is the balance there? I see what you say now. Yes, yes, yes. If all the food was eaten up, then there would be nothing for the fungus to grow upon. And, ah, yes, so you are saying that it is out of control and it is taking over and it is no longer in balance. Yes, this is a problem, um, but I'm afraid all we could do is to help you to increase the fungus. But I, I divine that that is the exact opposite of what you want. Well, so I said, I, I understand your position and... Um... We can ask no more of you on this matter. It is enough for us to know that we have fungal brethren in the lands above. They must be hardy and brave creatures to weather the sun and the conditions. Things are wonderful here in the subterranean lands. The temperature never changes. The Weather is the same day to day. Cycle after cycle follows one after another with life and death. It must be just a mass of chaos where you live. Only sometimes. Okay, do you need to do anything else here? Do you need to quiz the Sovereign on any other items? I don't think so. I, I asked the Sovereign, I said, we have the, the crazy little people, as you mentioned, are there any other dangers of the tunnels that you could uh, alert us to? There are many dangers, which is why our people do not leave the fungal forest. It is our home, and it is all that we can defend. But I will warn you, yes, the evil city and its hunters are not the least of the dangers here below the surface. Well, I guess we... We go to the town of uh, crazy little people. Woo. Okay. Okay, and so the uh, sovereign waves to the scout, and uh, they seem to communicate with each other. Um, and uh, the scout turns to you and says, Follow me, and I will show you the way out of our forest. And uh, he just starts striding away and uh, he's just basically continuing. Um, if, if you had, uh, you know, your, when you first came into the tunnel, if you had kind of just veered off to the right and just kept going that direction, you'd be heading in the direction he's going now um, and just starts walking in that direction. And uh, after a short time, uh, comes to a uh, small, sluggishly flowing stream that uh, kind of wends its way through the trunks of the fungal giants. And he, he just basically walks straight into it as if it's nothing and just, you know, just submerges up to about his chest level, if you can have a chest on a, a fungus. And um, are you, what are you guys going to do? Are you going to follow with this example or are you going to try to get some other way and st not get wet or what? How wide is it? It's all of about 10 feet wide. I mean, we might as well follow. This is our guide. Yep. Yeah. I mean, what are we going to yeah. do? Stay dry in the caverns? Can I use the blunt end of the uh, glaive to just kind of poke ahead of me to make sure I'm not about to step into some deep hole? Yeah, definitely. That's a good idea. And and it seems like the, the floor is, is uh, similar to the uh, the littered floor of the, the uh, cave itself. It's just covered with all sorts of organic material that has is, is fallen into it. How tall is he? Who? The scout? scout? Probably about five feet tall. Okay, then we're fine. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's probably a good four feet deep at this point. Yeah. I'll be following totally chest height on me. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going to be following in Craval's footsteps if he's checking okay. for potholes. Okay. I'm going to step where he step. Yeah. So you, you get a you get a pretty good drenching, but um, it's it in the floor is kind of squishy and and jumbled, but uh, you have no trouble getting to the other side 
and uh, you, you notice the water just kind of sheets off of the uh, the fungal scout, um, and uh, he's he's wet, but uh, it's just you know quickly quickly drips off of him. You, however, though, are uh, quite uh, chilled um, by uh, in in short order. I mean, it's like fifty something degrees in this cavern, and you're now wet. But uh, a good uh, brisk marching pace uh, helps to warm you up there. Okay. And of course, you know, Drax is on my shoulder, mm-hmm. dry. Sounds good. And uh, after about another hour's worth of trekking through the forest, um, uh, going here and there, and you notice occasionally just from time to time you um, pass by another one of these fungal creatures that's, you know, busy about some task or other. Some of them seem to be gathering perhaps uh, food bits and other ones. Um, seem to be on other tasks and they, they, you pass by them either nearby or far away and they uh, go and, and kind of take notice of you. Uh, they obviously are amazed, the, but uh, the fact that you're being led by one of their own kind seems to allay any fears that they have, but you definitely do attract attention as you go through there. And uh, you come up to eventually the end of the cavern. It uh, slopes down and it meets the floor and there is a, a pretty good sized crack in it, uh, another tunnel coming through. And the scout says, this is the way to the crazy small animal creatures. They are like you, but not like you. They are quite eccentric. Thank you for guiding us here. This is very good. And I wish you well. I hope you may return our missing brethren to us. As we said, we have never seen anyone who has been taken by the hunters. Okay. So are we going to go down the hallway? Um, do we want to yeah. have Adri scout ahead or just walk in? Yeah, group? I'll scout ahead just like I was doing before. Okay, are we going to do the 30-foot thing with the pass out a trace? Or are you going to um, just, you know, go like 60 feet ahead or, you know, good distance ahead and not use Pass Without a Trace? What do you want to do? Do I get the sense from this this area compared to where we were in the Myconid Forest? Do I feel like this would warrant Pass Without a Trace or do I can I not tell? Well, give me a survival roll. <laughs> The roll was so bad it killed our video. <laughs> <laughs> so five, yeah. Um, so you look around and and there's some scratches in the dust of the floor, but you can't make heads or tails of it. Um, it, it doesn't look like this passage is used much, um, but um, you know you you can't tell if like it's just the fungal people that are coming down here, or other people come up the passage, or if it's even traveled at all. Really, I mean, it could it could have been that the fungal people went down here years ago and in uh you know this under underworld and uh the uh, the dust still shows the the marks of their passage well better be safe than sorry i suppose i'll go ahead and use pass without a trace okay very good and um so everyone's gonna stay within 30 feet of you then mm-hmm. okay good so everybody give for me a pass without a trace stealth roll plus 10 if uh to whatever else you have 15 35 15 25 28 27 okay so everybody is every everybody is going along at a pretty stealthy thing but then you know cotter keeps like bumping into people I'm and things like that reasonably stealthy <laughs> but only because of magic yeah so yes indeed yeah this would be a very bad time if we didn't have magic yeah, the pass without trace seems to be covering up your uh, your passage there, even though you're making a, what seems like to the party a ton of noise. But anyways, you leave the uh, the fungal grotto and the uh, forest behind, and once again you seem to be in um, a uh, flowstone uh, caverns. Uh, you go along, and every from time to time there are uh, pillars or stalactites, stalagmites, uh, soda straws sticking from the ceiling, little curtains here and there. Um, occasionally the, the uh, passage widens out into a much larger uh, passage. And um, then it, uh, there's you know, all sorts of uh, 
beautiful flowstone shapes all with curtains and stalactites, stalagmites all over the place. Um, if you had time to enjoy the subterranean uh, splendor, it uh, probably would be quite a nice vacation thing to do. But unfortunately, you don't. <laughs> and uh, you uh, keep uh, going down deeper and deeper into the earth. And uh, then you get around uh, to a corner and the passage kind of necks down between two pillars till it's just barely large enough for Craval to squeeze through um, if he goes sideways. Obviously for Adri, she can probably just like dance right through it and in Ireland, not so much problem, but uh, for the larger characters, it's uh, it's a bit of a squeeze. And once again, you get that feeling on the other side of it is a much larger space. You know, it just feels open when uh, from the other side of it there. Have I mentioned how much I dislike this? Yeah, it makes me uncomfortable too. And actually, it, uh, when you get to the edge of the cavern, it does make you feel a little better that there's a larger space on the other side because, yeah, the uh, claustrophobic feelings aren't quite so present. So is it silent ahead of us or can we hear sounds? Nope. Give me a uh, perception roll. 16. Okay, all you can hear is occasionally you can just sort of hear the dripping of water which okay. has been a constant uh, sound that you've heard as you've been going down into the depths of the earth. But it doesn't sound like very incredibly industrious on the other side. We're not going to like walk straight into a workshop or something. Um, in fact, you don't hear any other sounds aside of just that. How about smells? Ah, so give me perception for your, your nostrils there. I got a 15. Sorry, say that again. I got a five. So uh, pretty much all you uh, smell uh, there, Noan, is just the sort of the damp rock smell that you've been smelling the whole time. And uh, Adri, you, you uh, smell that, but there's also kind of this dustiness. Like, uh, you know how if you're at a construction site where they've been breaking up rocks, uh, there's just that kind of sharp, um, dusty rock odor to everything? And it, it kind of smells like that. Can I figure what that is, or do I just think it's rocks? That's what that that's what it comes to mind. Yeah, um, no idea what it actually is. Makes me think of mining or something. Mm -hmm. Do you want to like check for traps as we go or something? I don't know what we'd be finding that much, but yeah, I'll I'll kind of try to keep an eye out if I'm thirty feet ahead or twenty five feet ahead, however far people really want to stay then i'll try to keep an eye out for those if there are any sounds good um uh, do you want to check for anything right here or what are you going to do sure i'll check for something right so here. give me investigation then 20 okay and no there are no traps here actually 19 sorry i just realized i don't have that yeah. modifier um, yeah, there are no traps that you can see right here at the uh, the entrance here. Okay, so what are you going to do? Uh, keep scouting ahead, I suppose. Okay, so you're going to slowly uh, work your way out of the uh, the passageway there and take a look around? Yes. Okay, so give me a stealth roll. 20. I am so glad I have passed without a trace. I rolled a three. <laughs> Actually, the pass without a trace faded a long yeah, time ago. You can recast it. Oh, it did? Yeah. I didn't hear that part. I'm so sorry. Well, it's, so, it's been like about an hour or so, yeah. Well, 10 then. Okay. Uh, do you want to cast it again? Or are you going to just go with the regular stealth? Yeah, roll? I'll cast it again. Okay. I feel like, especially if we're starting to smell something that maybe sounds more like a civilization, might not be a bad idea. Hey, Adrian, don't something. forget, you also have luck points that you can use for your stealth rolls too if you still choose to do so. This is true, but I like saving those for combat because that seems to be when my, my like for real life luck runs out and I roll horribly. <laughs> it seems like that happens, yeah. Okay, so um, yeah, you uh, cast Path Without a Trace and start slowly sneaking your way through and you squeeze through the crack. Well, you don't have to squeeze, Crawl does, but uh, probably no one does and probably Cotter does, but uh, you, you don't have to squeeze so much. Um, and uh, you... Uh, come into a wider open space and you're actually kind of shocked to see what you see. 
because this is it's kind of a low cavern it's not terribly huge like karst is actually set in a just an enormous cavern that an entire city is in but this one is i mean the ceiling is probably no more than about 10 feet high at any place um and there are small low buildings um and you're basically coming out um on the edge of you know a little alleyway between two of these buildings and both of the buildings that you're uh, sitting on or in between sitting in between both of those are ruined uh, one of them though the wall next to you is actually caved in and the other one obviously there's no um, sort of windows just open holes in the side of the building and you can see whatever you know passes for a roof here has uh, long ago caved in do i hear anything oh give me uh a uh, investigation or perception check. 22. Okay. Um, you know, you really don't at this point. All you hear is just, I mean, once again, just there's often the distance you can hear the dripping of water. Um, and uh, that's about it. It seems like this entire village or whatever it is, is, is uh, ruined and abandoned. And the smell's still around. Yes. And, and you kind of realize that maybe what the smell is, is, you know, a bunch of these walls have been cracked and broken and thrown down. So it may just be sort of the dust of the uh, destruction of this town. All right, then I suppose we should keep going. So before we move on, um, we so this was we can assume a underground gnome civilization or at least community gnomes or dwarves or dwarves but dwarves aren't quite known for being as crazy although i guess if they consider going to the surface to be crazy anyway um relating to that the fungus didn't seem to like your immediate species adri so do you want to disguise yourself while we're here or well what what do i recall this is probably something i should have asked earlier but uh do do i know what the mycanids were talking about when they were referring to the the short people um you remember seeing slaves of a number of different races obviously some of them brought down from the surface but there was also several um of uh you know races of people that had been enslaved and not the whole race but you know individuals that have been captured and enslaved and some of them seem to be naturally uh dwellers of the underdark itself and uh so you know, i'm gonna go with probably a good idea to disguise myself <laughs> that'd probably be wise yeah yeah. All right. Then I'll, I'll use the makeup compact okay. while we're here. So you'll just, just quickly pull off to the side, pull out the compact. And, and as usual, it's just kind of amazing within all of about maybe 15 minutes, you look like you're ready to go out in the town. Like 15 seconds. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. So for uh, outside appearances, you know, as long as no one has you disrobe you, your face at least, uh, that the only part of you exposed looks like an overworlder now. Oh, and I might say an overworlder with absolutely perfect wings on her eyeliner. So, yeah. Nice. <laughs> We're still in this town, though, or this abandoned town. Oh, you're at the very edge of this abandoned town, yes. Um,. Have we gone into it or do we want to travel through it? I'm sorry. I was right now, you guys are still back in the passage looking out. Adri has gone a little bit farther forward. You saw her stop oh, and, okay. and apply okay. her makeup. And uh, then that's about where we are at this point. So what are you going to do? So to get to Karst, we need to go through the passage or we need to go through this town? Like, which, well, the passage which leads, direction? Well, the passage, passage leads out into the town. And you have absolutely no idea if there's even a, a way to get from... Uh, Kahars to hear, but knowing that like kind of everything's connected to everything in the Underdark at some point, uh, there's probably a way to get from here to there. All caverns okay. lead to Kaharst. <laughs> Do we want to um, 
see if they have like a town hall or something that might have a map. Just explore the community here, see if there's a... Does it look inhabited? Well, I mean, maybe not anymore, but they probably had one at one point. That's true. So are you going to investigate into town and see if you can't find maybe some sort of a town hall or something that might have records or something like that? I think, I personally think it's a good idea. What do the rest of you think? Worth a shot. Yep. I think we should do it all stealthy-like, though. Yeah. Of course, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, everyone give me a stealth roll as you move into town, then. Is that with Pass Without mm -hmm. a Trace? Yeah, that's still going. Hey. 21. 34. 25. 16. 18. Okay. So, um, well, obviously, uh, Kraval needs to make his with disadvantage now that he's got the big heavy plate mail on. So, not too surprising. I mean, trying to walk around with all the pots and pans in your kitchen strapped to your body. Um, but he... Uh, you guys all kind of sneak, sneak, sneak forward, and uh, I guess going kind of from the corner of one building to the corner of the next building to the corner of the next building, uh, slowly moving forward, and you realize that the destruction that you saw here um, at the very outskirts um, is uh, only getting worse. So while the buildings seem to be abandoned and unlived in um, where you were, um, as you go forward, there's like more walls have been caved in and whole, uh, you know, buildings have been brought to the ground. And, but it does seem to be that um, you have a couple of main thoroughfares that you end up on. And in about uh, 30 minutes time of, of wandering, you find yourself um, looking at what is a kind of a open, more open air uh, area that uh, could be a town square or it could be a, uh, you know, something along those lines. Um, and there is a fairly sizable building on the left side that just sort of stands alone. So if you had to guess if, um, you know, this was, you know, a normal city on the surface, that would probably be what you would guess would be the town hall. Well, let's go, I guess. Okay. And does it look like these places have been intentionally destroyed? No. Or does it look like for some reason they inhabited these in the further past and stopped doing it for some reason? No. G give me a survival roll and see what you find kind of looking about. Five. Um, you just find trash and litter and, and things like that. Uh, you, you can't really tell if... if uh, Someone's I been do the there. Same thing to okay. Apart. And what? Yeah. What? What do you? What do you find in your survival role, Craval? I find a twenty-one. Okay. So uh, yeah, you notice uh, um, Cotter kicking around, and he just isn't finding much. But uh, you, um, being war leader, um, a little more used to the signs of battle and stuff, um, you kind of realize that uh, you know under here is a sign of where um, there was maybe a pool of blood at one point in time. And that's now seeped into the into the stone, and over here, oh, here's the the broken haft of a spear uh, that you know clearly was broken in the midst of combat, um, and uh, it's not that old. So your your best guess is that uh, what we're looking at here is is a, a city that's been raided on a regular basis, um, and uh, you know, in, imagine if you will, sort of the uh, the broken and burnt out cities. Uh, you know, in, in like during World War II that were being fought, fought over by various forces. And that's kind of what, what you're looking at, that, you know, this uh, was the scene of house-to-house -house fighting and uh, and eventually was just kind of brought down by uh, the, the constant raids. Okay, I'll just kind of pass along that quietly to Cotter. Okay. Um, and you're going to head over to the town hall. Yeah, I guess. Um, yeah. Okay. Unless there's a bank nearby. Well, there may be. Who knows? But uh, anyways, so you uh, you break cover and you start uh, heading over to the uh, the town hall. And I'm assuming you're just going to like kind of hug the uh, the buildings on that side. You're not just going to stride right across the middle of the uh, the open area. And uh, 
you uh, kind of file over there and Craval. The dagger yes, goes. Sir? The dagger goes off. Oh, joy! And you just hear a voice shout out in a guttural language. Does anybody here speak dwarf? Any any dwarven speakers? I speak dwarf. And you just hear someone in the distance say, "Get them!" And that's where we're gonna stop today. Dungeon Master's Notes. Okay, well, um, so the fun thing on this one was when the party was going to talk to the Fungal Sovereign, um, I wasn't expecting them to bring up the subject of fungus in the overworld, but they did. And I started thinking about it and realized what could be more wonderful for a fungus person than more fungus. So obviously they were speaking at odds with each other and it wasn't until they made it clear that this was throwing things out of whack and uh, throwing the whole ecosystem into peril did the fungal sovereign divine that more fungus is not necessarily a good thing. But there we are. Anyway, the party has made it down into this crazy short person city, uh, but we don't know who the crazy short people are. And uh, moreover, it seems that they're about ready to attack. So that's bad. What's going to happen? We'll have to wait for the next episode to find out. Until then, let us know what you think. Rate us wherever you get your podcasts. Email us at relicofthepastpodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at Relic of the Past on Twitter and Relic of the Past Podcast on Facebook. Articles and artwork are available at poolmedia.podbean.com. And thank you for playing in the world that lives inside my head. <laughs>